We love Ascent Nutrition. Ascent Nutrition was founded by my good friend Lance Shuttler, and it's making a huge difference in this community. They have a new product that is sweeping the nation, pine pollen. Last year, several prominent scientists started speaking out about the power of pine trees and the benefits they can offer us. Ascent Nutrition offers raw, wild-crafted pine pollen. Pine pollen contains 200 nutrients in it, making it a true superfood. It's nature's highest source of phytohormones, which support hormone and libido health for men and women. Pine pollen also supports brain health, detoxification, as well as many facets of cardiovascular health. Their pine pollen is selling fast. It's literally flying off the shelves. Ascent Nutrition is on a mission of offering deeply transformative and helpful nutrients to as many people as possible to help bring about a great collective shift in human consciousness and human health. To order your pine pollen supply and check out everything Ascent Nutrition has to offer, use the link in the description or visit GoAscentNutrition.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your entire purchase. Welcome back to Forbidden Knowledge News. I'm your host, Chris Matthew. Today, my guests are BJ and Metra. First, a couple of announcements. If you have a business and you want to advertise with us, email me, forbiddenknowledgenews at gmail.com. We're doing incredible productions for our affiliates, and we work with you on an individual basis to create the most effective ads possible. Come check us out. We're doing really cool stuff. Our website is forbiddenknowledge.news. This is the home of the Forbidden Knowledge Network. You find some of your favorite podcasts from our community there. Forbidden Knowledge News is always available on Rockfin, Odyssey, Rumble, all podcast platforms, but Rockfin is where you get all our premium content. You can also get all the premium content from every creator on Rockfin for only $10 a month. You just go to rockfin.com slash fknplus or click the link in the description to sign up. You can also get a free account and get access to tons of free content, including all of our regular shows. Today, I want to welcome BJ and Metra. BJ has been working in radio broadcasting for 16 years as both an on-air talent and digital content creator. Metra made a name for herself on TikTok with her amazing videos about Star Wars. TikTok is where BJ and Metra met and found out they had shared love both for content creation and the paranormal and unexplained. Both skeptical believers, they started Unrefined Podcast to both ask and answer their own questions on the unexplained. BJ, Metra, welcome. How you both doing? Doing very well. Yes. Yeah, man. Thank you guys for joining us. I love what y'all are doing at the Unrefined Podcast. Uh, You guys talk about much of the same high strain shit that we do here. So this is definitely (laughs) going to be a fun conversation, of course. This is, like I said, probably going to go into our Conspiracy Buffet episodes. We have a lot of fun with those. We just cover some of your favorite, my favorite, the audience's favorite. Maybe some new ones, some new uh, conspiracies out there, and uh, we have a good time with it. Uh, So this is going to get weird. It's going to get fun, but this is your first time on could you each tell us a little bit about yourselves and what led you to start the show uh sure um mitra do you want to go first you want me to go first um i don't know uh bj and i met on tiktok and we decided to do this podcast we want to do something creative together and it started out as just us like a talk show just talking random things and then we did one episode of like conspiracy theories we were into it and we were just like let's do this let's 
let's get weird. <laughs> yeah, pretty much kind of sums it up. We were just like, we should do more because we were doing like video content and stuff like that together. Um, and then we were, you know, both kind of like, you know, we're into this uh, weird stuff. Like there's got to be a way to capitalize on it. We had, you know, some other followers that were like into it too. So we just decided that we would do a podcast and I've had, you know, my experience in uh, broadcasting for a while. I was able to put things together and we just kind of like put shows together. It gelled and jived and it kind of just grew from there. We were just doing it for fun, honestly. Like mm. we were just doing it because we like doing it and uh, we just got some weirdo people and uh, on board with it and uh, here we are yeah <laughs> hell yeah exactly. man uh, how long have you been doing the show we've only just over a year right like it's yeah. like literally it's still like in its infancy but uh it seems to have grown and has a nice little audience that follows along with us uh weekly so nice yeah well, you guys said you've been into kind of weird shit and conspiracies and high strangeness for a while. Uh, how long have you guys been looking to this uh, weird stuff? And has uh, your view on any of it changed in recent years with some of the uh, high strange shenanigans we've seen in mainstream? <laughs> oh, um, well, I don't know. Like me as a kid, like okay, yeah. one of my favorite movies was JFK. And that's just all conspiracy about Kennedy being shot and whatever. And so I think things like that always interested me as a young kid, you know? So I was always for, and I'm always like, Oh, the government, they're hiding everything from us. Like, I feel like I'm always like that about everything. <laughs> right. Yeah. For me, you. I guess, uh, well, I, you know, uh, I've always been into like the weirdness and everything like that. I think like the first, like kind of uh, the taste of like the weird paranormal and conspiracy stuff for me was probably like watching the Mothman prophecies with Richard Gere. Um, that was like the first taste of it for me. And then from there, I started reading some things and then it was like kind of like this thing that I did, like, you know, just like I was into it, but I didn't really explore it or anything like that. And then I just started meeting other people that kind of talked about it. And, you know, it's just the, it's it's fun to talk about. There's a lot of really fun ones out there just to, like, go yeah. over because the world is so weird and it just <laughs> makes for fun content to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah man, it certainly does. And uh, the even in the past few couple of years, especially, I think uh a lot of people's eyes have been open to just how strange the world can be. Um, a lot of what we once considered conspiracies has become reality. So they're becoming a danger, endangered species in a way. We got to save the yeah. conspiracies. So, uh, guys, what is uh, some of your favorites? Uh, maybe something you guys do a lot of paranormal stuff. Uh, you guys have yeah. any uh, paranormal conspiracies or anything you've been looking into lately? Oh, oh. paranormal. Well, I mean, we literally, we've got to be actually, I mean, paranormal <laughs> conspiracy wise. Kind of like what, like the show we have coming out, or anything. I was going to say right? the Warrens. Like, oh, yeah, the... we believe they faked a lot of their stuff. That's oh. true. Yeah, the Amityville house is like pretty yeah. much a known hoax at this point. But mm. you get all these Conjuring movies and like Annabelle. Like, I think we both pretty much believe Annabelle is a made-up story. Like, that's not real. Yeah, Every... I've got uh, my show, my. Um, my, my opinion on haunted dolls in general is that haunted dolls are a bunch of baloney, but I mean, like, that's just, that's what it I is. I mean, we believe I, in the paranormal, but yeah. you gotta be like discerning about what you're going to believe in with that stuff. You know, you can't just assume everything's real because people in that community, they fake so much content to get like clicks and views and stuff like that. And I think absolutely the Warrens were doing investigations. They were doing real stuff. But they're also selling their books and there's going to these lectures and selling out these lecture halls and stuff. And of course, they're making stuff up, you know, mm. and so everybody wants to believe everything that they say is true. But I think a lot of it was exaggerated. A lot of it's not true. And I don't know why we just blindly believe all that stuff all the time. Well, I think it's uh, it comes down to like them being just so respected in the community. Like, I think we're kind of like black sheep when we come out and say stuff like we don't think that like Ed and Lorraine were like 100 percent accurate every single time they went into a haunted place. Because, you, you know, honestly, like oh, and there's like there's you know? stuff about Ed Warren, too, where he had basically they had a teenage girl living in the house with them. That was his uh -oh. and Lorraine Warren let that happen <laughs> that's a little weird it's a little yeah. weird yeah there's some weirdness with them and you're like uh like you want to respect these people you want to whatever like it's like nobody wants to say anything bad about them sometimes well, you know those, those conjuring movies are real good so <laughs> oh yeah 
Well, that's unfortunately it happens a lot in you know paranormal UFO communities where mm-hmm. people will have a lot of respect in the community. They'll be well known, but unfortunately, some of the information they're giving is bogus or it's fake or it's not real. Yeah. You know, maybe these people at one time had genuine experiences, and that's where they kind of got their takeoff. But then they that it got a taste of that, and they wanted more, and it didn't happen. So maybe they started fraudulently doing stuff, and unfortunately, exactly. um, like especially the UFO community. I've been to plenty of UFO conferences. I interview people all the time. There's people that are, have deliberately infiltrated the UFO community to muddy the waters and just put out some all kinds of BS in there. Um, what do you guys think about what's been going on with UFOs lately in the mainstream and everything? I personally, yeah, that's yeah. I personally love it. I'd like everything to come back to it was aliens. Like honestly, like that would be my dream. Um, I like that. Right. Yeah. Um, I like that. There's a little bit more. I mean, transparency for as much as there will be transparency going on. You know, we've had like two of those big, like the UFO, the disclosure and everything. There's like a dedicated department in the Pentagon, like depending on whether or not you think they're actually doing something or not. I don't have any idea. Um, I love that. NASA has come out and said that they're going to put resources in to studying, um, the UAP phenomenon that's that's going on and everything like that because um like it or not like these the sightings that people are seeing aren't going away if anything there's there's more of them now and everybody is just kind of like dismissing it and i think it's easy for them to dismiss it cuz they don't understand it they can't simply explain it you know it's not like um I don't know, like the economy or something. You can go in and explain why the economy is not doing well right now. You can't explain UFOs and like the regular general public is not going to get what you're saying about it. So I like that there's a little bit, they're at least acknowledging that they may exist. They're never going to tell us yes or no. We're going to have to figure that out on our own when they land on our front porch or something like that. But like, it's nice to see that organizations and the government is actually doing something, do I guess. Do you think they just do it though to get people to shut up though? Like, oh, look, we had a hearing. We're doing something. Well, man, um, um, I, I get deep about this topic. I've had plenty of uh, UFO researchers and anti-UFO research and former c- counterintelligence and stuff uh, mm-hmm. all talking about this stuff. And uh, unfortunately, there are there's been a lot of people that have not only infiltrated from former three-letter agencies that are kind of muddy in the waters, but I, I don't trust anything that comes out of uh, our mainstream know, media right? or government. I mean, they just don't have the best track record for ever telling the truth about much of anything so why would they all of a sudden have our best interest when it comes to ufos now on the other hand they could be wanting to release some technology that they've been holding on to for a while it'd be a good excuse or they really do think there's some kind of threat in there but from what i've learned a lot of the videos that they're showing us is it's it's ours it's like their drones it's uh (laughs) there's a thing called tr3b that we've had for a long time it's reverse engineered well possibly from aliens i don't know you know i'm not going to claim that it's definitely reverse off-planet technology but it is something that the public doesn't know about them you know the main majority of the public doesn't know about and we have tons of this stuff for our black projects and a lot of it they've shown us that yeah we don't know what this is but you know i know what it is i've i've had people yeah. former military tell me yeah that's one of ours so they're yeah. obviously lying on some level and uh they are trying to portray it as a, f- a threat on another level we got people like Louis Elizondo who is Actually, former counterintelligence and counterintelligence, you know what that means. They're lying to us about something. So <laughs> he he actually said it was his job to come into the, the UFO community and do the same thing he did for the government, which is counterintelligence, which means he's spreading BS in the community. So, you know, yeah. people like that. Right. It's, yeah. it's very strange what's going on right now, and it's all over the place. Uh, but it's it you kind of got to be very discerning with the information you're taking in with UFOs because uh, there's something going on with it. I just don't trust what the mainstream is telling me that it is. Yeah, uh, I, I would, would agree. Totally agree. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned that though, about like the technology and everything like that. Cause it's like one of our favorite subjects that we've talked about is a conspiracy, like the, the Montauk project and everything like that. That was one of our very early shows we had our friend Josie leader come on. Um, she lives right on long Island in New York. So she's like 
down there and like looks into it. She's gone to like uh, a fort that's down there that it all allegedly happened in the underground tunnels that lead out to a secret island and all this other stuff. (laughs) I love that because it's very interesting to think that experiments like in the Montauk project were going on. They were using children and they were using, you know, alleged alien technology, right? Kind of what stranger things was based on with the children and the behavioral modification type stuff and Mm -hmm. the MK ultra, all that stuff. Yeah. So all that's super interesting, which the MK ultra was true. Like that. Oh, that's a hundred percent true. True. Like the Montauk, like that's just a conspiracy theory. Right. So like the MK ultra is like that actually happened. Oh yeah. yeah, the the mind control thing gets gets really deep. Uh, while we're kind of in that realm, th- when you look at MK Ultra, it kind of also um, gets into the world of like the secret space program and uh, super soldiers and things of this nature. Have you guys looked into anything about this? Is where it gets like super wild and weird, and you have people that claim to be involved in black projects that are like you know going off planet and fighting aliens and shit. <laughs> have you? Guys heard no, about I this. have not heard about. No, we have not. Okay. That's that's very interesting. I did. We did uh, talk about Britney Spears being a MK Ultra participant, though, and having to <laughs> clean things up for the Bush administration a couple uh, times. What do you guys or think Mark about that? Like, Chapman. like celebrities being involved with some of the you know mind control stuff, and they're strictly uh, you know multi generational abuse victims that are there for a certain purpose to you know sway the public a certain way. Um, I, I think it's a hundred percent could be true. Like, I, I think it's crazy to think that all of this stuff, it, nothing ever happens like as a, like a coincidence, right? Like all of a sudden, like if somebody comes out and is grabbing headlines, I mean, if you notice like any time that anything major is going on with the government, something else will happen. I that mean, takes like your attention Trump off of it. suddenly dying. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a weird one. That is yeah. very, very odd. Her accidental death, yeah. Yeah. Really good um, timing for her death there. No, wait, wait, I, I, I don't think I heard. When did this happen? So, so uh, Ivana Trump. Yeah, a few days ago, Ivana Trump, uh, Donald Trump's former wife, uh, she passed away. and uh, She was only in her 70s. It's not like she was, like, elderly uh, or anything like that. She um, fell. Yeah, Was it she down fell. the stairs? Fell something down the stairs? like that. And the police were investigating to see if it, you know, was suspicious or she was just accidental and they claim it was accidental, but it's like right when all these hearings are going on and everything, I'm like, Hmm, very interesting timing on that one. Yeah, yeah, Mitra texted me immediately about that and was just like, do you think that there's like something to this? And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Like, it seems very fishy. Yeah. Very that, is, that is very weird. Well, I want to go back to paranormal because we kind of skipped over a little bit of that. Sure. There's so much that we could cover when it comes to this stuff. Uh, has your view of what could possibly occurring when you talk about hauntings or uh, poltergeists or apparitions or even things like you've seen lately, like with Skinwalker Ranch, where you have this kind of mismatch of all kinds of activity that seems to be connected in some way. Has your view of what's occurring uh, with paranormal activity changed since you first started looking into all this stuff? I don't think personally mine has changed any. Um, I think things with like uh, Bigfoot and stuff, like a lot of people think that maybe they're from like, I guess you want to say like a parallel universe, a uh, trans-dimensional creature, like something like that, which could be the same thing at Skinwalker Ranch, something like that, you know, um, or that it's alien or something like that when it comes to those things. But I think like strictly like ghost paranormal, I don't, Sometimes we've talked about it being, what if it's something from another dimension, you know, maybe it's not necessarily like ghosts or it's just residual energy because we're all energy and it's just something on like record that you're seeing all the time. So, I mean, there's a lot of different things it could be, but there's a lot of different types of haunting and a lot of it's intelligent, you know, and you can interact with it. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like for as far as like my perspective goes on that, like for me, like before, like starting really diving into all this and everything, like a haunting was a haunting, like, you know, um, I would say like we're both like skeptical believers, like where we believe in it, but we're also like not afraid to like ask why or question if something is possibly fake or true or whatever. Um, But like I, I never really got 
past like it just being like a haunting or energy or whatever. And then Mitra kind of opened my eyes a little bit to the fact that there's like this whole theory about like all time is happening at once. So you may not actually be seeing a ghost. You might be seeing something taking place in that location. Like it's almost just like a, like a, like a shadow or something that you're just seeing bleed through or something like that. Cause everything is happening at the same exact time, which I think is wild. Um, and I think that that would be a really interesting explainer for some of the phenomenon that people have seen. Um, and or why as far some as areas, geographic areas tend to have a lot of weird stuff. Maybe there's something there. There's a portal, there's a vortex or something that's causing yeah. things to come through or be able to see things that you can't, anywhere else you know yeah, i mean there's true. a lot of, about this world we really don't know about you know i know yeah yeah, and that opens up to the, the conversation about multiple realities, multiple dimensions. How physical is this reality? Uh, it seems yeah. that a lot of things that we think are physical when you get down to the quantum level are anything but. And then you have things like entanglement and spooky action and all these things that kind of show that w there are connections between uh, you know every living thing on this planet, and not only that you know everything on this planet seems to be connected in a on a uh, um, a quantum level somehow and uh, that you know begs the question what are we in are we in some kind of simulated reality okay. um, is everything connected is it just your experience that you're experiencing i don't know what do you and how think? do you affect it with your thoughts right are mm -hmm. you affecting reality with your thoughts i mean we talk about living in a simulation all the time uh my theory is it doesn't matter if we are, if we're living in it, it doesn't really matter. It doesn't affect what's happening to you in the present right now. So to me, it doesn't matter if we're living in a simulation. Good. I don't know. It doesn't matter really. It's still real to you. So. Yeah. Any other thoughts on that BJ? Um, yeah. Like we've talked about the simulation thing uh, quite a bit, like Mitra said. Um, and one of the things, like we talk about how, like maybe sometimes um, we just covered a, a story about like disappearing objects and stuff on our channel about how like that could be something that's going on because you're living in a simulation and maybe there's a glitch. Maybe, you know, you, either your programming was off and you don't remember where you set something down or simply it vanished from the programming and then only to reappear later or something like that. Like, or it's, parallel universes are happening yeah. at the same time and where you put down something in one universe, it's bleeding over. And so it's not there in yours because your parallel self moved. <laughs> it's right, really right. weird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But it's, it's fun to think about. It's fun. It's yeah. fun to go over. Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Uh, you guys have any interesting um, paranormal occurrences or stories from any of your shows recently that you'd like to share? Um, well, we, I mean, we've, we've had several, um, we've, we've talked to quite a few awesome locations, uh, in recent time. Um, one of them was, we got to talk to Matt Warner from Warner Paranormal, um, Explorers. Uh, he's located in Massachusetts and he operates some really cool things going on out of Hearts of Hall, which is a old, like, it's like a memorial to like the civil war veterans or something like that. And so like they have a lot of occurrences there because it's been used as like a meeting place, a town hall, a, a funeral home and everything. They've had some really interesting things happen at that particular location um, that there's not a lot of written history about. Like it's a very yeah. old building that was They're built. Still in discovering the a lot of things about it. Right. Which I think is, that's also key, like in the paranormal, like there's a lot of big name locations out there that people go to all the time, but some of these older places and these newer places that haven't been discovered yet, you could really be on the ground floor of finding something amazing. He told us that uh, not just him, but like other people that have been at the location with him doing investigations have seen like a half of a, a half of a body apparition go up the stairs at the location. Um, they've heard footsteps in the hallway. Um, and the theory behind that is that there was a man who moved to the town who they found out had served in the Confederate army. And because it was a memorial to like the union soldiers, like they didn't let him into like the actual meetings that were taking place. So he had to sit in the hallway and wait for them to be done. 
and he would pace back and forth and they think that he's still there or at least his energy is still there like still waiting to go into the meetings and see what's going on <laughs> and stuff like that um i think that kind of stuff is really interesting um we also had the chance to talk to uh deb and lisa from the haunted old lavaca county jail in hallettsville texas and that place is a buffet of paranormal activity like they have a lot of things going on in that building they told us like no matter what time of day you're there something will be going on because of just how long and how many people had gone through there because um as as you know like with some of these old jailhouses they were used as jails they were used as courts they were used as everything so like oh, in apparently those, it was know? like uh old town justice back then with this jail and mm. if the sheriff was like you're guilty literally take them out back shoot them in the head they said they would dump the bodies in the river yeah. So there's like a lot of yeah. undocumented deaths that actually occurred at the jail because nobody nobody's gonna yeah. write that down. <laughs> yeah, that uh, we're we're gonna be we're fortunate enough to be able to go. We're gonna visit that place um in the next coming months and we're gonna see for ourselves exactly what's going on there. But they have things that are moved on them, they have things that just slam. They were, you know, they they it, if you are a paranormal enthusiast, a paranormal investigator, or just somebody who wants to go see something weird, like that location is definitely one to go to because it's like literally everything that you could think of, like a paranormal investigator's dream to go to that place and like see the activity and feel the activity that goes on there. Right on. Oh, well, I got I got to bring this up. I had Nate on from Reality Zars the other day, and he brought up a story about uh, basically uh, two individuals that had sex with a succubus. And oh. been, I've heard increasingly sto uh, in stories about people like either having sex with ghosts or being molested by Literally, ghosts. We just talked about this <laughs> so yeah. our last show. Perfect. Yes, Check out our friends at Linguistity Gifts. Linquistity Gifts is a metaphysical store offering natural gemstone bead bracelets, signature and zodiac, designed and made in the United States, as well as raw and polished stones, crystal balls, pendulums, tarot cards, natural crystal points, wands, and so much more. Their beautiful signature design bracelets can aid with creativity, balance, focus, and well-being. They can even customize the bracelets for you. Just send them an email to find out pricing and availability. Visit their website using the link in the description or visit linguistitygifts.com and use coupon code FKN to get 10% off your first order over $20. And right now they are offering $5 off the purchase of two or more bracelets. Linguistitygifts.com Anna Nicole Smith said she had sex with a ghost when she was still living in Texas and in an apartment with her boyfriend. And she thought it was her boyfriend. And she opened her eyes one time and saw what she said was a ghost, just like fly up from the sheets up to the ceiling. But she said it would occur every single night and that it was like amazing sex and everything. And like other celebrities, I think Lucy Liu as well said she also had sex with a ghost and stuff. So it's just really weird. Um, some people think it's like sleep paralysis because you get like the sleep paralysis demon. And some mm. people think that's really what's going on. It's a sleep paralysis and you're not really fully awake and you're kind of in a dreamy state, but it's, it's really, it's creepy. I mean, if it's good. It's <laughs> yeah. <insect>. Right. <laughs> I mean, to yeah, each right. his own, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. If you like ghost sex, then you know what, you know, this is a free country. You go Your ahead and spouse isn't doing it for you. You got the ghost. ghost. You got to <laughs> go with the ghost. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah, man. That's, that's, <laughs> that's creepy, but you know, could be hot. I don't know yeah. if you're into that kind of thing. Uh, yes. what about, could you uh, summon it, the ghost to you? I wonder like if you want to have ghost sex, well, the, the ghost, according like, to, can I have ghost with, sex with you. According to Nate, he had a couple of um, he knew a couple of guys that were sex addicts, and they were do they would do anything, and apparently, like uh, a succubus knew this, and it came to them and uh, gave them wow. both uh, you know ride of their lives, and then uh, apparently they felt guilty after, called upon the name of Jesus, and this thing like yelled a, a demonly scream and and ran away or some shit. Oh it was gosh. it was That's a pretty crazy fair. story, you know. That is, that is wild, yeah. 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 So I guess you know if you want to have uh, sex with other things on the other side, it's it's possible, man. I don't know. Yeah, it's crazy that they both felt guilty afterwards. Why? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. 
I don't I mean, know, if man. you're married and you have ghost sex, is it cheating? Right. <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah. It's otherworldly. Yeah, exactly. And what if you can't help it? I mean, the ghost is just doing it to you. I mean, is it like ghost rape? Like, what is it? <laughs> right. yeah. yeah god yeah. yeah that's a good question i mean well aliens aliens don't oh, ask yeah. permission that's that's well true. that's another thing we have the um we have i've also interviewed somebody who claims to have had sex with a an alien a tiger alien lady hybrid have you guys had any alien sex stories I was—I uh-huh. uh, didn't know you were going to say story. I was going to say no. I've not had sex with any aliens. So that's <laughs> <my knowledge. laughs> Damn! All right. No, we haven't Sorry. dug into alien sex yet, but yeah. that should be a topic for sure. That's, yeah. The tiger lady hybrid. So it was an alien that looked like a tiger, but also a lady. So are we talking yeah. like Thundercats here? Like oh, she did. Yeah, doing? she did look like a, a Thundercat lady for sure. Yeah. <laughs> How do you know she wasn't just in makeup? She's just like. Well, yeah, he was at like a uh, Comic Con. Yeah. That's all. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Apparently, she even collected a sample from him with this little like interdimensional uh, jar with blinky lights and stuff on it. <laughs> it's oh, pretty wow. crazy. Yeah, man. I, uh, I love people's stories like this. It's, it's so great. You know, it, you know what it reminds me of? It reminds me of those Saturday Night Live sketches uh, where they're in the room and they're talking to the three people and the uh, what's her face. Kate McKinnon is always like the woman that had like the most wild, crazy experience. <laughs> but like the aliens didn't want her so that she would like beg for them to do stuff like <laughs> that's that's what uh, that's what we need. We need I'm more. sure there's a lot of people that are like, please, aliens, take me. How come they're not taking those? Yeah. People? Take the people who want it. What about aliens among us? There's some believe that there's like reptilians that can shapeshift into, yeah. into humanoid form or just mm-hmm. other types of uh, beings, maybe not necessarily off planet, but interdimensional that uh, either take human form or can possess humans or, or something like that. I think that's where a lot of our mythology comes from, honestly. Yeah. Like, I think a lot of human mythology comes from that. I mean, mythology could be aliens. It could be like what you think the gods are like living on Mount Olympus. And I think we talked about it before. What if they are aliens? You know, what if they were aliens? And that's really where all the mythology and gods and stuff like that came from, because we're all looking up to the sky, right? Why is God in the sky? Why are the gods up on this big mountain? Because we're all looking up now. Right. Yeah. If you take a look at like any of that, like, I mean, like Greek mythology, Norse mythology, Roman mythology, like any, I mean, Aztec and, and Incan mythology, Egyptian, like everybody is like so high up and everything like that. That's why I think like ancient astronaut theory, there's like a lot to it. And I wish that there was more people out there to like be able to explore those possibilities in the realm of possibilities that like maybe it was done. I know like we had covered ancient astronauts and we had talked about it and like we had gotten so many comments from people who were like anti-ancient astronauts astronaut theory like they were so angry at us like they were like how can you say that like you're basically saying that humans are incapable of well i said that too i was like give humans credit for like building these things and doing these things they don't need to have aliens tell them what to do but it also doesn't mean that there wasn't some kind of alien you know contact at some point you know well it is very interesting when you look at all the evidence collected from our hidden history especially from independent researchers who've been doing great work recently you look at uh, evidence of giants you look at evidence of elongated skulls that were not um, formed by uh, cradle headboarding or some other means done by the the parent this natural kind of elongated skulls very tall beings we even have little people little tiny beings what if we just had a lot of different types of humans uh, in our ancient past that maybe had some advanced abilities that we lost over the years. I mean, if we had big old cone heads, maybe we had some kind of psychic abilities, uh, or maybe those were the hybrid, the alien-type beings. I don't know. Yeah, I hope that that's the case. I hope that there was a bunch of humans walking around looking like those aliens from that Star Trek, the original series episode, right. The Cage. Like, that's what I want. That's what I really want. Just like that well, stereotypical oh, I saw a great, alien. I saw a great one the other day. There's evidence that a lot of people, even more recent in our past, could have had horns. And they would cover it up with these, you know, elaborate headdresses and things like that. Mm-hmm. And, uh, the, you know, they, they do have, even in modern day, people that somehow grow horns and they have to get yeah. them taken off in different countries but this supposedly was part of a bloodline thing a bloodline of either humans with horns or kind of um, interdimensional mixed humans with horns but it's very crazy whenever you start diving down that I mean, yeah 
I'm sure that humans could have had horns, like, or a certain, like you said, genetically, and that it would just be passed on. Um, Mm -hmm. Who knows where it came from? You know, that would be interesting to find out. It is interesting. Something random. So Marge Simpson from The Simpsons, she was originally supposed to have bunny ears hidden in her tall beehive type hairstyle and it was going to be written into the show but they I guess nixed it for whatever reason but and I think this is like the original arcade game she gets electrocuted or something at some point and you can see the bunny ears when she Hmm. flashes to her skeleton it shows the bunny ears being hidden in her hair which is just so random but you said that and that's like the first thing I thought of was Marge's bunny ears (laughs) little little known fact that people come to our show for like conspiracies and paranormal stuff but also like completely random Simpsons trivia knowledge that Mitra (laughs) possesses for some reason (laughs) she knows way too much about the Simpsons Uh, I guess so I guess since you mentioned Simpsons do you think there's uh uh, what do you think about all the predictive programming stuff do you think it's just like a coincidence Uh, or what well, if you go against their rate of the amount of things that got wrong and didn't come true against what is true, I mean, I don't know what it is, but I'm sure what they have gotten true is very significant. Some but of it's so weird, though. Like, like how I would could say they the known, President know? Trump one is weird because they yeah. show almost the exact scene of him, like, coming down, like, an escalator or something. Yeah. And there's, like, actual footage exactly like that like during one of like uh when he's running for office it's very weird very strange so i don't know i think because the show's been on for that many seasons you're gonna get some things right yeah i mean yeah i don't know yeah it's super super strange it is yeah reality super super strange well uh you know in general oh yeah (laughs) yeah and not to get too into some of the the more darker or political conspiracies that are going on right now, but since 2020, the world has changed a lot, and uh, people are thinking about things di- differently. Think people are questioning authority, people are questioning things, medical system. Um, did you think, whenever all this stuff started, of course, with the COVID, that we would be living in this completely different world within two years? God, no, it's been a crazy ride. I think it's like mm-hmm. insane that the government shut everything down. Like the world just shut down everywhere. And it's like, just really boggles my mind. Like, did that really happen? Did we really go through that? And we're still feeling the effects of it. You know, all this yeah. uh, unrest from everybody and everything yeah. because of everything that's happened. You know? Yeah. It's, it's funny though, because like, I know like, this is something that we've all never, we've never lived through this. Of course we haven't lived through this. Um, it's just so weird. Um, it seems to be like on a weird, like 100 year cycle, because if you look back when Spanish influenza was going on, like very similar things happened in those areas where they had, where they shut things down and people wore masks and everything like that. And it was like, literally like, it was like almost like a hundred years earlier to this. So it's like, the world existing on some sort of weird cycle thing where something goes on some sort of crazy things. And I can't remember, I don't believe Spanish influenza was a, was a global pandemic. I think it was an epidemic that was just here in the United States. If I remember. And were people uh, like so resistant to it or is that just like a now mindset? I'm sure there was, I just don't think, you know, there wasn't as much like there wasn't as much media. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't yeah, social media and no, everybody wasn't, you know, didn't have the ability to, you know, share their thoughts, their voice, their whatever, you know what I mean? I mean, like, look at us, like, like the three of us here, like, you know, like we're all on here talking like digitally, you know what I mean? Like yeah. that didn't exist. Like that, the ability to do that did not exist. You know what you had back then? Like when you go all the way back to the revolutionary war, you had like somebody like, you know, Thomas, Thomas Paine, like writing his thoughts down and people reading that when they could get a copy of it but that's like pretty much all you had like there was nothing else and you had to have somebody that with the ability to be able to publish it in order to get your thoughts out there well when you look at uh our history in general the as as time goes on we find out much of it has just been rewritten by the victors much of it isn't even true um and we're we're learning that um everything is being adjusted as we go the ages of things keep getting older and older and the the evidence of certain uh time frames when things happens have changed but 
we look at the fact that our history has been rewritten so much by the victors, we don't know exactly what the truth is about anything. And there's some theories lately that we could have be- probably been reset uh, by a major cataclysm more often than we think of and than we're told by mainstream science. Uh, there's hmm. evidence that we possibly could have been had a, a, a major mud flood mud flood cataclysm within the past couple of hundred years that might have extinguished a good portion of life on this planet and those them those they that might have known about this and been preparing kind of rebuilt uh, the whole entire planet in their kind of new image of what they wanted to be because they knew these cataclysms were coming and hence you get the Tartaria theories that we could have had this you know um, more peaceful advanced society before this cataclysm that uh, these uh, elites or the the people in charge the, the the highest stature at the time knew this was coming because they watched the stars they watched astrology and it was a cosmic cataclysm might have wiped out a good portion of life in the planet and then they repopulate with a different history have you guys heard of this conspiracy i have not no but i'd say it would make i mean it makes sense to me i mean think about like all the different things like just like from different country to country about how things are are told through history and everything we covered an episode we did a whole thing on the history of uh, vlad the impaler and everything and now if you look in any history book like uh here or other parts of europe you know you look at vlad the impaler and you know he was a you know bloodthirsty guy who was impaling his victims and you know just ruled very fiercely you know what i mean like he wasn't he's not i don't know if you want to say that he's a victim or not victim i i don't know if you want to say that he's a villain of history but he certainly wasn't like you know king arthur or something you know like ruling and going around a round table um you know then you have like you know all the the stories and stuff about him dipping his bread and blood and eating it and everything like that now if you go to romania and you read about vlad the impaler he is just regarded as oh you know he was a good ruler and he was just kind of tough he was a little (laughs) tough on people like so it's just it's totally different because you know you can write about things the way you want i'd be super curious to see what history is like in a place like uh, it, like North Korea. I mean, if you look at North Korea, like the way that they are, like you're not allowed to look at things the way that it exists in other places, or even like in China and places like that, where it's just very much like you, you kind of ignore things, you know, like movies that we are so regularly able to see have to pass like a rigorous test in those parts of the world in order for or, them to be able to view I it. wonder what history is going to write about what's going on right now with us. Mm, yeah. Like, they gonna say about us i think it would be harder to i guess erase stuff because of the internet and there's so much you can look up and stuff i mean literally you'd have to have a complete societal breakdown i think and no social media at all in order for that to happen and maybe it will one time you know maybe i mean i just think we're at a point we're we're gonna shut it all down (laughs) I mean, maybe I think we're at a point right now where like, you know, there's so much information available. And like you said, it is, it's getting way hard to be able to erase any of it and everything like that. Everybody Um, has a copy of something somewhere nowadays. Well, even like the Bible, they say has been rewritten. What you read is not the original Bible. People want to like live by it. And you're like, well, they've edited it. They've taken things out and we don't even know about it. You know, they rewrote that. Yep. It's hard to take anything at face value. Yeah. What about the things that people are calling Mandela effects? Things throughout our oh. history that we remember, we you know, we uh, wholeheartedly believe we remember as one way, but now it's completely different. They even have a more recent one with Britney Spears' uh, skirt. I remember that damn thing being red plaid. I watched it a lot. So, you know, I don't <laughs> know how this has changed I, and, you know. For me, I don't think it's a real thing. I think people are as human beings, our minds are very much influenced. And I think we can be very influenced. I mean, if you look at like uh what psychologists say about eyewitnesses and like court cases and stuff, hmm. humans are very bad eyewitnesses. How many people have been put away in jail from an eyewitness that they didn't do anything, but someone's like, mm. that person did it. You know, I saw them, they hijacked that car, they shot that person. And it wasn't the, it wasn't the person you remember things incorrectly. And if someone plants that, it's the same with hypnosis and stuff. Somebody can plant that and say, Hey, do you remember this? Well, that's not how it was, you know, or it wasn't this way. You might start going, Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, you're very easily influenced. So, I mean, BJ and I have talked about it. Like I've said, I'd like to plant a Mandela effect and see 
if we can get people to agree to it, you know, it, probably you can. I think you can get people to believe anything. It's yeah. just that's just how human minds are. We're just very um, uh, I lost for word impressionable. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Easily swayed. Easily. Don't you dare. Don't you dare tell me. I know that the movie Shazam starring Sinbad was a thing. I know that was a I, I Well, I will yeah. agree on that, that was one. A real. I, definitely, <laughs> yeah. I definitely believe that 100% yeah. too. So, I mean, yeah, that's I, what it, what, How much of it do you think is just like them fucking with us, just the media exactly. or them well, changing things deliberately? Great? They're just gaslighting all of us. Yeah. Now, I figure the, the government, that's what they do is they gaslight us normal people all the time with everything. And then maybe mm, sometimes yeah, they have course. fun with it. They're like, Let's just get rid of this movie and see. Well, look at like it was a perfect example. Like so, like the the government like coming in and doing whatever they want. Like you know, look at look at Operation Northwoods. Like that is horrendous, and it was real. You anybody can look that up, and uh, chances are, if you're listening to this show, you know. <laughs> but if you don't, look up Operation Northwoods. Holy crap! Like it is like a legitimate thing that JFK had to say. No, we're not doing this because they wanted to get rid of an entire town and try and blame Cuba on it in order to go to war with Cuba and therefore Russia. So like it's I, it blows my mind. It blows my mind that it was even on there. I mean, the, the records are there. The reports are there. A lot of it's redacted and everything. But the meat and bones of it basically is that the U.S. government wanted to try and get rid of an entire town and women they and children. Doing, they were know? doing tons of shady stuff back then. Oh, That's terrible. the same era of like MK Ultra or like Project Sunshine and all those like things and it was like where was the morals like there wasn't any well i think they just then. hide it better now um i think they're Perhaps, doing some yeah. of the same stuff they just uh it's better head uh better hidden better technology and more compartmentalized probably that's just my thoughts on it um but going yeah. back to um like the mandel effect and things like that what about what what if the possibilities that there are different timelines that everything we choose to do affects us and could branch off into different realities and that mm -hmm. we could be, you know, creating different realities as we go. Um, I know that as a, an example of how different people can perceive things and it could be different timelines. You look at uh, a friend's Facebook timeline who has different political or different views from you say that you're far right and they're far left. You go scroll through their Facebook. It's like, I mean, you'd think you're in a different universe. You mm -hmm. would think that you, where did I go to a different planet? You know, some of the things, yeah. the ideologies, things are so different for different people's lives that could it be just diff actually different timelines and different realities that people are living? I mean, a people, uh, a, a tribe in the middle of Africa probably doesn't even know that 9-11 happened. Probably doesn't True. even know that those Twin Towers ever existed. So is that even a reality for them? You know, you have to... Well, that's that, like that's the... If the tree falls in the forest and nobody hears it, did it make a sound? It's like basically where that comes from. And it's kind of the same where it's like you create your own reality. Well, that far right person, that's their reality. They create it. They live in that world. We all live in our own little, little worlds, you know? And I think that's part of the problem with today in social media, these worlds are colliding. Whereas you didn't enter, you know, you didn't interact with people that had different mindsets because you lived in a community where everybody thought the same, you know, and now you're clashing with people halfway across the country and everything. And I think that's where all, a lot of this unrest comes from. I think that's why there's more shootings. That's why there's just this hatred in the world. You know, I think I tell this to BJ all the time. I'm like, I think the U.S. is too big. I think we need to like, it needs to be chopped up and have smaller countries because I think there's too many different geographic uh, people geographically with different uh, values and beliefs and stuff. And they just don't jive with the whole United States. And there shouldn't be anything wrong with thinking like, oh, you want to break up the United States. And like, it's for the better good of the, like human population we don't need to have people fighting and killing each other you know if you don't want to live in that area and be a part of that particular country you can should be allowed to go to this other part of the u.s you know that's been split up and just like-minded people i mean why are mm -hmm. we forcing it it's too big i don't know why we're forcing things onto people that they don't want it doesn't make any sense to me yeah you can believe whatever you want to believe i mean i'm not like i am not a political person at all and i think people should be allowed to be happy and believe what they want to believe, you know, but like, let's stop forcing people onto this stuff, you know? 
Right. And there's there's so much division right now. And uh, there's a, an intentional effort to, to kind of just keep get people uh, on those far teams across the, the, the board from each other as possible. Um, and that's the way that they, they're keeping control. Also, uh, to keep yeah, people definitely. in fear of the next boogeyman, the next virus, the next whatever we got a Ukraine uh, shooting, yeah. all these things, you got to make sure that you, you're, yeah, you're in fear, fear so that you have to rely on daddy government to protect you and take care of you yeah. for everything. And this has been perpetual since uh, they've been in control uh but we've we're, we're entering a critical time here i know that a lot of people are waking up to to what's going on a lot of people aren't just blindly following some of the the bs agendas that we're seeing anymore and there is some sort of like this mass awakening that i see i see people uh i talk to a lot of people and a lot of people are seeming to be free thinkers and on the right side of history and not uh you know, throwing their lives away and, and, and going down the wrong path. But there's a division right now, and I think it's a very critical time in our human history where a lot of things are kind of old systems are crumbling and um, we have people starting up new systems and it's kind of like a, a, a mini wild west that's occurring um, in the background right now because I think our main, even the political, economic, you know, we see our, our monetary systems barely hanging on. I think a lot of yeah. this stuff, we're going to see some major changes and a lot of it, uh, what we considered to be our, our uh, kind of main uh, systems are going to crumble and we're going to have to start something new. But I think that's the idea is they're trying to intentionally do this so they can start their own new thing. But people are kind of coming around and starting their own. And I think that's that's the better way to go is start our own new systems instead of having to rely on whatever new system that they're planning on building after this kind of looming crash. And, you know, we, we see the technocratic states and the um, well, social like the credit systems. Well, that's like world order, right? Right. They want to they bring it all down so they can have their own new thing in place. Yes, exactly. And do you, do the you guys see the problem, same thing? Go ahead. Oh, I was going to say the biggest problem, too, is like with social media being such a large part of everything is like these places and social media, they can shape it to be whatever like they want you to see. You know what I mean? We already know like the problems that exist on Facebook. Facebook will take Suppressing something. Suppressing views and things like that. So yeah. See it. Right. Yeah. And and we've experienced that. We've experienced views being suppressed on like our TikTok accounts and even sometimes our Instagram account. Um, but, you know, when it comes to Facebook and everything like that, we know that they're more likely to throw something at you that is going to give you a negative feeling. Like we know that they're going to do that. They're going to put that in front of you and elicit that negative emotion because it's going to give them more engagement out of you. If you see something nice, that's fine. That's well and good. That feels good in your brain, but you're not going to stick around for more. However, you will stick around and argue with somebody, which I think is insane, but you know, I guess that's just human nature. Yeah, exactly, man. Well, I think that we're in a very, like I said, we're in a very critical time, but I have hope uh, because people are starting their own farms. They're starting their own sustainable communities. They're starting their own podcasts. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't think people are into the the Hollywood BS that they're trying to push these days. Uh It's all kind of crumbling. Netflix's numbers are awful. And people want, you know, real entertainment, real people. They want facts and they don't want to be lied to anymore. So they're turning to alternative media, which I'm Mm -hmm. very happy. I'm very excited about to see all these new podcasts coming out, all these new independent platforms. And I think that's where the future of entertainment is going to be. And I think Hollywood's honestly crumbling and dying. What do you guys think? Yeah, Yeah. I totally, I think they're super out of touch with real people too, like with what's going on and what people want. I mean, I know myself, I watch YouTube more than anything else nowadays, you know, and just normal people like me talking about stuff because that's what's interesting. I don't need to hear what some producer in Hollywood thought I needed to listen to, you know? Yeah. Unless it's the Marvel Cinematic Universe, then they can just have all my money. I'm fine. <laughs> yeah. so, or, Star Star, or Star Wars. They can, they, they have Definitely. it already. It's fine. I know. Say whatever you want. I don't care. I'll, just, <laughs> I'll have my money already. Yeah. Well, you uh, you mentioned Star Wars. I know, Metro, you've done some some popular videos about Star Wars. What, what are those about? Uh, just I do basically making fun of Star Wars. I mean, I'm a huge Star Wars fan, but I also yeah. will make fun of that Star Wars and I'll make fun of the fans because it's just all fun and do some cosplay a little bit. But mostly it's all com- comedy stuff and just having a good time with it. 
I mean, essentially that's ended. That's how like our friendship started and everything was because of Star Wars Wars (laughs) and everything. And like, you know, we kind of take the, like the, we would make like meme content and stuff out of like trending sounds on TikTok, And like our accounts just started like, you know, uh, crossing over and then followers are crossing over. And then, you know, the two of us meet, and then we meet uh, another group of friends that we're still, you know, good friends with, and we're creating content with and everything. And then, you know, we just decided to do our own little offshoot thing and talk about the weird stuff that we really like talking about. So. Hell yeah. Well, let's uh, let's talk about some of uh, your other favorite uh, conspiracies or anything paranormal or weird. You got anything else that uh, you guys been looking at recently? Well, one that we really like and one that we wanted to talk about is one that is just so insanely out of this world. And it was one of the earliest ones we ever did. And I remember still when Mitra brought this up to me. And she was said that there's the conspiracy theory <laughs> that Stephen King is actually the one who killed John Lennon and not Mark David Chapman. Yeah. And that one is just absolute insane to me. It is insanity to me. Like it's just so crazy. Like well, he was a like basically Stephen King was a government assassin hired and that, MK Ultra, right? With MK Ultra well, or something, right? That Mark David Chapman was MK Ultra. Oh, okay. That he had, he really did have behavioral modifications at whatever hospital. Um, So that's where that came from. But that he was hired as an actor to just be in the background with this catcher in a ride. So Stephen King comes up, shoots him, takes off, and then he's hired as like the fall guy, which who would sign up for that? And I guess the reason is, well, MKUltra was behavioral modifications. So in the interview, like the police interview with them, they say that he's very like calm and just looked like he was hypnotized, basically just very calm and collective and just like, yeah, I shot him. Yeah. And if you look at the pictures of like Mark David Chapman from the, from like 1980 or whatever, and then Stephen King from that same time, it was like a weird identical thing. It was very strange for me. I think it's a wild theory and there is one man out there and I cannot remember his name. Steve uh, Lightfoot? Okay, yes. 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 Uh, He fully is pushing it. He has a van with images of Stephen King and John Lennon together and everything all over. He goes all, yeah. He goes all around with it. It is like he is pushing it. He fully, fully believes that Stephen King is the one who did it. For me, as crazy as it is and everything, I don't understand of all people on the planet, if the government wanted to take out John Lennon, which there's a lot of theories about that too. Because he was all anti-war and everything. Right, right. He was being uh, surveillance by like the CIA or FBI or whatever. Oh yeah, so it was by wanted to, Yeah, they wanted to deport him because of his activism and everything. It's just crazy to me that like, but why, why Stephen Stephen King? King? Well, he wasn't, he wasn't so popular. He wasn't like this big author at the time. You know, that's 1980. I think he had like Carrie come out or something, but yeah, Carrie and and stuff like that. But it's definitely, it wasn't like, you know, uh, still young and not like this well-known. But still, I don't understand why the government. There is this, there's this intertwinement between CIA, three letter agencies and Hollywood. And there has always been, I mean, there's, uh, theories that the, the guy from the, the host of the gong show was a spy. Um, what's her name? the, the old cook lady, um, I forget her name. She was uh, involved with spying. They have uh, assassins that uh, were actors, uh, you know, mm. vice versa. And Hollywood has been involved with the CIA since the dawning of Hollywood. They write scripts for, for movies, and the writers for Hollywood write scripts for reality and, and, th- and ops and things that, that uh, you know, clandestine groups are pulling out like assassinations. You know, uh, yeah. they have a very close relationship, so it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, you know, these guys kind of uh, jump back and forth from being actors to uh, clandestine uh, three-letter agents or something like that. And I I totally and believe they do that. Also, yeah. exactly what BJ would say. We would be like, that's crazy. Like, that just seems crazy. So you wouldn't think that because you're like, you immediately will dismiss it as being, that's so out there. Like, that couldn't even be, you know? Well, think about how long, like, with speaking of Hollywood, how long has somebody like Corey Feldman been coming out and speaking out <laughs> about the insane, like, child abuse that goes on in Hollywood and, and he's been saying it forever. Physical. Not one they person all think believes. He's crazy. Right. And they're just like, and they don't care all the time. 
Correct. And it's like, instead of just sitting back and listening, like that's what we do a lot on our show is like, we may have one thought one way or another, but if we, if somebody wants to come on and share a thought or something, like let them share it and then let, let everybody else think about it. But like, you can't just easily dismiss those claims and everything. There's too many weird things that have gone on that Corey Feldman has talked about. You know what I mean? To, to lead to that. And I think one of the, one of the biggest examples of him, like being somebody out there to tell the truth about this, like child abuse that's been going on is the fact that there's all of these allegations and stuff against uh, Michael Jackson. And he was very close to him and he's never, ever had one bad thing to say about that. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't know. It's very weird. It is. Man. He it seems is. very sincere when he talks, Corey Feldman. He seems. I don't think he seems too. crazy. Yeah, he doesn't. He seems very uh, traumatized and very scared every time you hear him talking, you know, I think he is traumatized. I think he is yeah. scared because we've talked about this before, too. And the fact that uh, Chris Cornell and Chester Bennington were mm-hmm. apparently two guys that were involved in, uh, you know, fighting for these kids. And they were working with agencies and people to try and expose like stuff like this. And they both end up dead and they both end up dead, not too far apart yeah. from each other. And I think that that's absolute. And it just, it's one of the wildest conspiracies in our country and music and whatever you want to call it, like that they were taken out because of that sort of thing. So that's just, crazy yeah. i mean there's there's there is so much evidence to support it and i wouldn't doubt any of it there's a lot of nefarious <laughs> things that go on in hollywood and uh you yeah. know that there's a lot of things like uh you know ritual um sacrifice you know child oh uh, yeah child murder um there's yeah the occult so that's a you know that's a whole other show uh those are fun shows oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fun yes stuff. well let's let's talk a little bit about that do you think how uh involved in the occult and satanism do you think uh, some of these high um high level hollywood well, producers are i don't know but if you just look at something like scientology which is out in the open And that is basically like a cult that somehow is allowed to exist. And they're doing things like that. I mean, they're not like necessarily praying to Satan or something, but they're putting their people in place, right? They want their people and they're going to not let the people who play their game uh, into the movies, basically into that, you know, inner circle of getting to do whatever they do, you know? And I think think that there is, things like that going on around in Hollywood. And I think Scientology is just like in your face with it. It's been exposed. There's other things like that going on that are hidden. The Scientology thing is probably the biggest one too, because I think that they were really getting a foothold on Hollywood for a while. And then, then it's now not as much like the only people that are so, you know, probably marketable from that whole thing is probably, is probably Tom Cruise. Um, Somebody else who's famously involved in that too is, you know, not to, you know, mention the Simpsons again, but Nancy Cartwright from the Simpsons is a huge Scientologist. And I know for a fact that if you bring that up when she's interviewing anybody, she will hang up the phone. She won't talk about it. Um, She's given a ton of money to Scientology and everything like that. And they're, very much uh, they very much are a cult it's very much known like uh, abusers of these people when you get into the meat and bones about what like they actually believe in everything like that it's it's a little crazy it's it's a a little bit crazy or like that (laughs) travis scott his concert right they said that was a sacrifice yeah um, human sacrifice yeah. yeah, that shit gets so weird. Uh, yeah, but, yeah, like that, the Kardashians are descendants from witches, which is a true thing. Like they have, right. you can that could the be line, true. The line is the Kardashian line comes, and there's like an I guess almost like an urban legend associated with that. Uh, that the women will mm. be like uh, beautiful and like famous, I guess, but they will always follow some like tragic thing, especially when it comes to like the men in their lives. And if you look at all the men mm. or like the relationships in their lives, they never oh my like, God. there's like a whole, it's like an Armenian, like urban legends that's with the Kardashians. Like it's an oh, actual crazy. thing. <laughs> You're like blowing really my is. mind right now. Like you would not yeah. like now, like the gears are turning in my head and everything like that. And I was like, holy yeah. crap. Like Robert yeah, Kardashian I wasn't dies, expecting Chris to get Jenner's into the uh, yeah. Kardashian conspiracies. <laughs> yeah. Well, Those are fun. You know, Chris Kardashian, uh, she, Chris, I guess Chris Jenner. I think yeah. she was a Jenner at the time. She tried to start her own religion. 
they had their own oh, church right. and a lot of their money got like funneled through that. And it's very like suspect, all these things that the Kardashians do, you know, it's very, very suspect. Very. Yeah, so. yeah there's so much cool shit we could talk about, but I know you have to head out, BJ. Is there any other, yes. uh, any other quick conspiracies you want to cover before you head out or anything else you want to talk about? Um, you know, I just would like to remind everybody once again that haunted dolls are not real. So stop selling them on eBay for millions of dollars. Please stop doing that. <laughs> yeah. Right yeah. On. Before we close out, let's let's talk about haunted objects for a second. You said yeah. you don't think uh, haunted dolls are real. What about things like the, the Dybbuk box or whatever, whatever you call those where they're supposedly a demon yeah. in a box and well, other types of things? Too. Yeah, the Dybbuk box wasn't. Yeah. So I, mean, well, I know they had I quite a few think, different videos. So I think yeah. that um, I think that there can be something attached to an object. I won't deny that. I think. That yes, that I believe that happen. too. Yes. But I think that there's so many of them all of a sudden. Everything's haunted. Jewelry, dolls, uh, anything, a piano, a jewelry box, whatever. Like it's too much. Like clearly yeah. it can't be everything's haunted. And I go to estate sales all the time. I sell vintage stuff. I've been around it a lot for years and never come across anything that's haunted. So how are these people going out and having a, you know, Oh, I have 20 haunted dogs. I'm like, really do do you have yeah. all this haunted stuff? I don't, we actually, so. not too long ago, we actually came across an Instagram account. I can't remember the name of it and I don't want to throw them under the bus too much, but they were selling like every object they had, they were selling and it was haunted. And not only was it haunted, but the woman actually like can bring spirits to her. She was putting spirits. And, yeah. And then putting in them the into objects. the objects and then <laughs> selling them to people. But the guarantee, the, the, the disclaimer on her site was that she can't guarantee that those spirits will stay within the object because they may <laughs> want to come back to her. So by the time it gets yeah. to you, it may not be haunted. Exactly. That's a scam. Nice that's yeah. a scam. And people, there's so many people that are scamming people on that. That's my main thing is like, there are so many, if you go on and you type in haunted doll on eBay or something like the results are in the thousands, maybe millions. And there's just not that many that exist. I fully think that an object can be held onto by some sort of spirit or something like that, that I'm not going to, I'm not going to dismiss that, but there's not that many goddamn haunted dolls. Yeah, in the I world. think it's like, probably very rare when it happens. Yeah. Uh, very rare. And just like hauntings are rare too. They're really not that common. So it's going to be the same with the object. It's going to be rare. So. Well, I know my next scam. I'm going to start selling uh, haunted objects here and just exactly, tell them, you know, the spirit right. might come back to me. He might not want to go home with you. So <laughs> exactly. That's right like the bit. best scam right there. Yeah. Perfect. That's scam. hilarious. All right, guys, this was fantastic. Uh, before y'all head out, let the audience know where they can find the unrefined podcast. If y'all have social media, all the good stuff. Well, you guys want to listen to us. We're available to be listened to on all major podcasting platforms. So you can go check us out there. Just search for Unrefined. Um, you'll see our faces pop up in the logo. So that's easy to find. Um, and then uh, also you can follow us over on Instagram at the Unrefined Podcast. And you can, uh, you know, follow along with all the stuff we've got going on there. Um, and as always, if anybody ever wants to share anything with us, uh, unrefinedshow at gmail.com is how you can get a hold of us and you can share either a strange story or something that's happened to you personally because we we like personal stories. That's like yeah. some of the best parts of the that's show. Fun. And we that's do fun. lots and lots of giveaways. So if you want to follow us on Instagram. and Yeah, follow us on Instagram. We do, do a lot of giveaways. Yes. Perfect. Well, thank you guys. We'll have to definitely do this again soon in the future. Absolutely. Thanks for having us. Until next time, everyone, have an excellent evening. We'll talk again tomorrow. See y'all out in.